0: Hi, you're listening to Lavish Hospitality. My name is Kim. Welcome to my table. I am in the midst of eating a snack lunch right now. So I usually do that at my desk, which I mean, makes sense because it was an old, it was our old dining room table that my husband had when we got married and had a friend repaint it. And I probably need them to repaint it again now that I don't do as much art because it is definitely full of paint and pen and markers and everything it just looks used right um today i am just going to hop on here i want to share with you five habits that i do not only that impact my spiritual health or my physical health or my mental health but really they are for my whole body my whole self god did not just create us as spiritual beings he did not just create us as physical beings and he did not just create us as mental beings but of course we know that Jesus said the the number one commandment the top commandment the thing you must do when he was asked the most important one is to love the Lord your God with all your heart mind soul and strength in whatever order you read it in comparing what translation you're reading it from but that's also in the Old Testament. And then Jesus picks that up. And Jesus never leaves, leaves Old Testament commandments like status quo. He always raises the bar. So one of the ways I like to think about loving God with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength is what can I do with my hours, with my days, to take care of all three aspects of me? And there's a lot of talk about self-care and everything. We're going to be talking about that on a later episode with a friend. But if you're thinking of self-care, of how am I loving myself in a way that, in that way, loves God, I hope that makes sense, then that is what I mean by self-care. If not, I'm just out getting a pedicure because I want a pedicure. I mean, (laughs) so or I'm drinking a diet coke with a friend because I want to. I wouldn't really always consider that self-care. Um some people would. We all have different definitions. But in today's episode, I want to talk about five habits for my whole self. And these are ones that some of them I've had for longer than other. Others um some I am just adopting But I really want to think through that idea of one of my favorite books. Um, It is called Liturgy of the Ordinary. It is by, I think it's by Tish Harrison Warren. I'm getting back here. Yes, Tish Harrison Warren. And just she talks through little things like making your bed, brushing your teeth, having an argument with your husband. I know that never happens to any of you, Um, losing your keys. What these little things in our life can teach us about God and who he is and who we are and our relationship with each other. So that's kind of really what all these habits do as well for me. So without further ado, here are my five habits for my whole self. Number one, I would probably say this is my number one important habit that I do. And this is why I dislike winter because it gets too cold and so they're not as enjoyable. But my daily walk. If you follow me on Instagram, which is Kimberly Campbell Home. If you don't, go follow me on Instagram. Um, You will see that most days I post something from my daily walk. Usually it is the same image, just a different day. That has taught me a lot, but maybe that's for another um, episode. But my daily walk... I usually drop my kids off at school um, and then I head to the river. The river is between our house and the boys' school, so it's really easy. If I don't get one in the morning, I can usually go there before I head to car line or pick them up from running club or something on Sundays. It may be Sunday afternoon when my husband's taking a nap and my boys are playing on their fires. I can head out there. My husband likes to walk in the neighborhood because it's more hilly and you don't have to get in your car and drive. But I would always rather go to the river. Unless it's like super crowded, then it kind of loses its peacefulness. But um, usually lock my door, stick my earbuds in, which that'll come in a later habit. And I walk. Sometimes I walk a mile and a half. Sometimes I walk six miles. Most of the time, I usually walk two to three And I'm not walking for speed. I'm not necessarily walking, oh, I got to get my heart rate up. I am walking because it is my mental energy that needs reshaping first thing in the morning. Um, I have my earbuds in. I'm usually listening to the Psalms. And that's another habit that I don't have written down. Can I have another one? Um, Listening to the Psalms every month has been the best habit for me, um, for my heart. So I, I walk, I maybe I Marco somebody, maybe <clears throat> I'm listening to a Kindle book on Hoopla because it's free. Right now I'm listening to Voyage of the Dawn Treader or I'm listening to a podcast. And for my podcast, I usually listen to ones that fuel my heart, not just our entertainment. And I know we all have different ideas for what our podcast should be. Um, but my daily walk is... So important. Um, The last one I really, really remember uh, just what was going on in my head was the Sunday before my mom died. We had gotten back from New York on Friday, back from Atlanta on Saturday. Our Saturday was completely full. We were not going to church that Sunday. We were going to watch it at home because my husband had taken off that day because he knew he would be tired. And so I went for a walk. And, um, I just remember sobbing on that walk because all I wanted to do was see my mom one more time. And then just, just a few hours later, um, I knew she was in the hospital. Uh, A few hours later, my brother called and told me to come down. But I remember being on that walk and listening to, um, the rise and fall of Mars Hill and having panic attacks because our story was somewhat, somewhat similar To that, just a lot of church hurt and church legalism and church leadership issues. So, I mean, that walk has been just amazing to me. I've done it quite often in the six years that we've moved here. But really, this year has been, I need to do it every day. It's when I'm out of town, I miss it. And I come back and I just breathe and my soul rests for the most part there along the path between um, the Augusta canal and the Savannah river. So it is a blessing to me, just like it was in college, living on the ocean. I would walk out F street in St. Augustine and go to the beach and just walk for, for an hour or two at night. And just again, breathing space for my soul. All right. Number two, daily habit is I wear my earbuds. (laughs) You're thinking that's a really odd habit, but I've got my Raycon earbuds, which I love. They're about the first ones that I found that really stay in my ear and don't give me a headache and work and don't go in and out of Bluetooth and and everything. And how that is a good habit for me is one, I use it while I walk and I listen to scripture and audiobooks and podcasts. And the second way that that's a good habit for me is some of you may be like me where my brain just goes and goes and goes. And sometimes my brain doesn't stop. And that is not necessarily a great thing for my mental health. So if I am just in a space where so many things are going on in my head and I've got a lot to think about and I just want it to stop, sometimes putting on a fiction book like Voyage of the Dawn Treader or... Um, listening to a podcast about truth and grace, or a sermon on a certain topic, or just a parenting podcast that can just breathe life into my into my mental space. And if I have my earbuds in, I can listen to it in the car while I'm doing the dishes. If I'm on the porch, if I'm if I'm playing with the dog, if I'm waiting for my kids. If I'm grocery shopping at Publix, I mean, they go with me everywhere. (laughs) Number three, I drink water. Um, Water causes me to slow down. And it causes me to fill my body with good things. And remember that God made my body to need water. Just like he made my soul to need him. And so, as I drink water, I drink it with no ice or very little ice, just to get the the yucky taste of our of our um, county water out a little bit. But um, I'll usually wait till the ice melts, and then usually it's warm by then. Um, but usually, I just chug it, and that is kind of how I am with God. Sometimes, sometimes I'll go days, and I haven't really sat down with the Word. Because most of the time in my quiet time, I'm listening to it. And then I just want to sit and chug in God and know that my my soul is dry and thirsty. I mean, Psalm, Psalm says that throughout it, that we are in desperate need of, of God and our souls. Know that. So number one, my daily walk. Number two, wear my earbuds. Number three, I drink water. Number four is I sing to my boys and i have done this done this since they were born i remember um i remember standing by or kneeling by sebastian's crib in atlanta and sobbing because he would not go to sleep and i'd usually have to call our friends down the neighborhood like two or three doors down they were at our church and my husband worked late and he would have to come over and and get him to settle because I couldn't and just it was so depressing and so discouraging and just a really dark time of motherhood for me um for not just because he wouldn't go to sleep but just all of it and we were in a new place and just was not settled and my husband worked a lot he worked mall hours at a at a store and then Atlanta traffic I mean that says enough And I would kneel at his bed, sobbing, singing It Is Well with my soul. And um, even now we sang it at church on Sunday and I'm sitting there sobbing and I look to him and like, hey, do you remember I sang this song to you? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he knows that song too. I mean, he, he doesn't remember when he was 15 months old, but I think those habits of singing songs to our boys or to our kids really matters. Um, we have sung Jesus King of angels to them like for years on end. I love that it's written. It's hanging by my bed. And then the one we're on now is Jesus strong and kind by city of light. And I just sing one of the verses to, to especially Sebastian, but Elijah's in the room and he hears it and I'm stroking his face. Most nights, some nights I'm crying if it's been a hard day, some nights I'm get right down and I whisper sing it to him because I just want him to know the closeness of Jesus. Um, He says, if you're you're fearful, if you're afraid, look to Jesus and he will be your shield because he is strong and kind. And I love it. And I sing it every night. And when I'm anxious and when I'm going through something, I will go in there and I say, hey boys, I need you to sing it to mommy tonight. But the, the most powerful times of me singing that to my boys is when it's been a really hard day. It's been a hard parenting day. Maybe we're ending with chaos and antics and we're going to bed and we're all exhausted. And hopefully I get up out of my bed and I go in there and I sing Jesus strong and kind. Even if it's through tears and it's a whisper singing right in his face so he can hear me because I can't get any sound out. Pray that my boys would always remember that their mama sings to them. So that is number four daily habit. And number five is a new daily habit. A lot of y'all may do this um, for different reasons, but I have started cleaning my kitchen at night. And I do clean it. I mean, my son unloads the dishwasher in the morning and, um, and then I cook one or two meals, maybe three, usually not three, um, sometimes none at all. Um, So I don't have much to clean, but it gets cluttered with different things or snacks or whatever. And I just need it. I need it cleared off. I need the sink empty, but beyond just the decluttering of it. So I can start fresh the next day and go to bed with peace. um, I read a liturgy, a part of a liturgy from every moment. Holy. Um, I think it's from preparation of an artisan meal. And it just talks about how, how we use our creativity in the kitchen to fill bodies, but not only to fill bodies of people who eat our, eat at our table, but also hopefully we are somehow communing with the deep eternity that is in our hearts and longing for something more. Um, my friend is going to uh, design that for something I can hang in my kitchen, but I read that and I light a candle and it's in my windowsill. And those are... That's, that's a great way to end my day. Some nights I have music on. Most nights I'm just standing there lighting a the candle. And y'all think, man, that takes so long. It takes me 10 minutes, maybe 10 minutes. So sometimes that's why my boys are at Trail Life and I'm cleaning up and I'm ready to go to bed before they get home. Sometimes it's after my husband takes them upstairs and is getting them ready for bed. It's usually well before 8 o'clock. <laughs> it's like my kitchen is closed because I'm in bed. Um, but I, I think the reason I put these out there are not so, hey, you have to tell yourself, I've got to go for a daily walk or I have to drink water. But I would encourage you to find habits that point you to Jesus, point you, point your heart to your need of him and be reminded that he is a close and generous and gracious God who loves you and desires, um, closeness with you and keeps you and will always keep you. And he made you and he created you and he loves you. All those great things. So I would love to know what some habits you have are that remind you of your need for God and his love for you. And maybe, maybe they're kind of unusual. I'd love to hear those and just come on Instagram, tell me those, leave a thought in the show notes. I would love to hear your habits. Um, If you haven't subscribed, hit that subscribe button. And I hope this show is a blessing to you. I love doing it and love getting to be in your ears and putting some grace and truth in there. So we will see you next week. Have a great day.